What's up, everybody? Welcome into a special edition of the Wolfpack Fantasy Football Podcast on a Thursday night. I'm your host, Dylan Clemens. Here with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Michael Plant and Ike Bonnie. What's going on, fellas? Not much. Merry Christmas, fellas. Or yeah. Merry Early Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. Um, this is a nice Thursday night football game we got going on so far, right? 13-3, to 3, right. Uh, Jacksonville leads in a monsoon, it looks like. I mean, we didn't think that when the schedule first came out, looking at it, you know. No, definitely 16, did not. Jags, Jets. <laughs> Christmas, yeah. week, Christmas week, thinking that we're going to get just... And by the way, how is this... How is this in New York? And this is the one place that's getting decent, warm-ish weather. It's like forty degrees out. You know what I mean? Where was Scott? We it, got. It's still uh, not decent weather. Eh, it's true. It's raining. But it's we like got, forty degree, or it's forty mile an hour winds, and it's raining, bro. I would yeah, still take that up. over what we got Probably going on like over 20. here right now, or what the Browns are going to have going on in Cleveland or what the bears are going to have on Sunday being in minus 11 and the Cleveland Browns. Minus yeah, we're, 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 wins and stuff. we're minus four right now, Dylan. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty brutal out there right now. Yeah, um, it's not good, but yeah, guys, we're here to talk uh week 16 game previews and it's uh fantasy football semifinals. Let's go. I can't believe we got two Ooh, more whoop. weeks. Well, this week and one more, it's kind of crazy that this oh, I know is- it's, Come and gone so fast. It's time to get excited, boys. It's time to win some money. Yes, it is. Absolutely. But uh, before we jump into our games, like always, please hit the like button. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts um, and the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel. And head on over to fantasysixpack.net slash plans and check out our memberships. What better time than now to, to join up right before your championship and in your semifinals? Guys, come in, answer us any questions. We'll answer anytime. I promise somebody will be there to answer. Um, but without further ado, guys, let's jump into it. And remember, <laughs> pretty much the main slate of games is on um, Saturday this week, guys. So just, just remember that there's only three games on Sunday. Um, Which, if you're anything like me, is Christmas Eve, guys. Uh, I, I keep thinking it's Friday for some reason. But it's yeah, Saturday. And it's Christmas my Eve. days are all messed up this week, too, dog. I feel you. Um, but our first game that the first game we got here is the Atlanta Falcons at the Baltimore Ravens. Mike, let's start with you, man. I know you got a ton to say tonight. Um, what are we doing with the Falcons skill players now after we saw what kind of Desmond Ritter was made out of in his first career start? Where are you thinking? Uh, he didn't really look great, no. but he did target Drake London, what I thought, which is what I thought. Oh, yeah. So that's the one guy. And a little bit Tyler Algier. He, I mean, he looked good, but you're versing the Ravens who have a good defense. It's going to be raining and cold. I'd probably lean to not starting any. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Algier kind of intrigues me a little bit too. You're extent. in a deeper league. Yeah. Cause yeah. the running backs suck. Yeah, I, I agree. But I feel you can't even really use Cordero, Cordero Patterson. He's not a whole lot of fun right now. Um, no. Mike, you got anything or no? Can we just move on to the Ravens offense? But there's not a really a even the Ravens offense sucks offense too. Either. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not really excited about it, but <laughs> the weather's really putting a hampering on everything. I know. Like you're literally looking for games. Like when I'm giving Star Sit advice this week, people I'm looking at the weather updates and saying, Oh, this guy's in a dome. Maybe I'd start him over freaking Deshaun Watson this week because he's <laughs> 
60 mile an hour wins, stuff like that. Like nobody rather, should be starting Deshaun Watson. No, who's who did they play? Who's the other quarterback? I mean, nobody started Andy Dalton, anyways, but yeah, so bad example there. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I am in a super flex. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's not ideal. But Mike, let's let's quit. We're you don't have like another idea. receiver you could play instead of him, Marquise Goodwin. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually, to be completely honest, I did put Marquise Goodwin in for half a day, and then I looked at it again. I'm like, yeah, I should probably roll with Dalton. It's not bad because Andy Dalton can easily <laughs> get a solid five. Yeah, he could. That, that is true. But jumping into the Ravens things, guys, I think J.K. Dobbins is warranting <laughs> a start after what we've seen the past two weeks. It's been nice um, from him. But what do we do with Mark Andrews, who it seems like he hasn't had a good game in six weeks? Um, Longer, maybe. Maybe. Is he playing with something and they're just not saying it? But he's, you know, we've seen, I know we, we've all seen him drop a couple passes, like just gimmies, one in the end zone. And then we saw one last week that was just brutal. Like, what do we, is he still locking in and set it tight end? Or are we kind of past that point, Mike, now that we're in the playoffs? I, I mean, with the tight end landscape, you know how it is. Everybody knows how it is. Guys, if you're new to fantasy, it's not good. Um, There's like four guys you could trust. No, yeah, but he's I mean, supposed you, to be maybe. one of you're, those you're, guys, and he's not. Yes. I, Which I is funny. That happens to every tight It does. Not everybody's every Kelsey. Not everybody's Kelsey. You can't not, go on a yeah. six-year streak of being the number one. And he got his one. He was on top of the mountain last year. It's not going to happen again this year. The, the injuries are just not or working again, in his favor. Until Kelsey I, retires. I don't know. I mean, he may okay. in the future, but it's not going to happen this year. Um, because the thing is, is Tyler Huntley's not hyper-targeting like uh, he did last year. I mean, I'm not comfortable doing it, but you got to start him. The last three weeks, he's still fifth in targets for tight ends at 20. All right. And overall third on the year for tight ends. So it's not fun, um, but you still have to start him. He's third and that's brutal. I was actually thinking this in my head um, about would you have started for Mark Andrews? Yeah, you know, that is an that is an awesome call out, but Albert, work it out so far. Um it's hard to bench him. I mean, you really gotta have the cojones to put Evan Ingram in over Andrews. Yeah. Especially yeah, with do. the weather that was going through. That's how you win, man. That's how you win. Even with the weather, though. Yep. Um we got the next game here. We got Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. Ike, are we trusting Goff outdoors in this matchup? It's also a way. <clears throat> you know, Mike LaPlante said last week on either the Sunday Social or one of them that Goff away from home is pretty brutal. Yeah, oh, so yeah, it's like Big Ben his last year in the league. The away home stats are brutal. But Carolina is actually supposed to have good weather this time, so. <clears throat> Goff has a shot with all the other quarterbacks being in some bad weather games. He might have to end up being a starter in 12 or in, yeah, in 12 teamers or super flex for sure. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, I think he's a, do you happen to know where you have him ranked this week? Do you have him ranked as a top 12 guy? No, it's not top 12. I was, yeah, uh, was going to say, which means you don't trust him. <laughs> but the other guys have weather concerns. So you, yeah. but you have to wait till that, you know more about it. <clears throat> For sure. Um, you know, we're not really trusted DeAndre Swift, Jabal Williams. You could plug him in still. He's probably going to fall out of the end zone here. And there. But he's been he's been pretty rough the past couple yeah, weeks it's... lately. His thing is that he's getting touchdown dependent, honestly. 
Um, the the volume is definitely not there like it was when Swift was hurt. Swift's kind of gotten acclimated more, but that's uh, that's all I can say. I'm on Ross St. Brown, which I know you're going to jump into next. You're starting him even with bad weather. Um, yeah. But, I mean, DJ Chark, you can't really start consistently. I know you want to put uh, Jamison Williams in there, Ike, but you can't do it. Not no. yet. Well, I know uh, you do. I know you're a big Jameson Williams. Oh, yeah, but he there's no he had a way. his role is still DJ Chark still has his role. So yeah, yeah, and you don't even want to start him. No. But jumping over to the Panthers side of things, DJ Moore flex play borderline wide receiver three if you want, but it's not great. They just don't throw it a ton. But really, the biggest thing we should talk about here is the backfield, Mike. And what are we gonna do this week with Deontay Foreman or Chuba Hubbard? Uh, I mean, Foreman is still going to be my answer for this one. Uh, I know he's been kind of plagued with a little bit of, you know, injury, bad luck here, but uh, the volume points towards him over Chubbert, 56 touches the past week for him compared to uh, Foreman's 40, uh, compared to Hubbard's 41. Hubbard did get the touchdown, which obviously is going to inflate his value. Um, and, and I mean, congratulations, Chubb, uh, Hubbard has six targets to Foreman's uh, zero. Yeah. So it's not really a big advantage there. So I'm leaning more the volume with Foreman. But honestly, yeah, we've seen this. If if the game script doesn't go in their favor, you really don't want to start either of these guys. Lions rush defense has been good, though, lately. Yeah, I know. Exactly. This, this game script's probably not going to go in the Panthers' favor. I, no. Detroit, Detroit's pretty good. Uh, Evan Ingram. Playing for a playoff spot? Yeah. I, yeah, it's uh, – that's wild, man. I, well, Carolina's battling for a playoff spot too, like because of yeah, that yeah. Uh, really good uh, NFC South division. Um, oh, really good. But uh, the next game we got here, another brutal weather <laughs> matchup: Buffalo Bills at the Chicago Bears. Ike, who from the Bills do we want to start with the weather? Is it anyone really outside of Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? Because you know it's going to be windy. You know there's. It's right. Soldier Field's right on the lake, so there's going to be lake effect snow if it's still snowing on Sunday. You're going to want to start the running backs then. Yeah. I'm and then Diggs. You do not. Yeah, do not. Please do not start Gabe Davis in this weather. Yeah. <laughs> you are literally hoping for, for a deep play or some dude to slip and he'll be wide open. That yeah. I don't see him getting really any it. other production. What do you yep. mean it's gonna be bad weather? A good chance of people slipping around everywhere. The good thing yeah. about it being bad weather, though, is it could mean that this game could stay close, which could make most of the players. No, the Bears have been playing teams game. close. That's lately. what I mean. They've they only got Eagles blown out. One, they've only got blown out one time, and that was against yeah, Dallas. So. They're doing what they're supposed to: keeping games close and losing. <laughs> good job, boys. Good job to get Will Anderson. But yes, sir. Or uh, what's that guy, Javen Carter from uh, Georgia, Jaylen. right? Yeah, Trayvon. It's yeah. either Trayvon Carter, Traylon. I don't know. Yeah, Jalen. I'm good either way. I'm good either Move way. On. You're talking that about defense, and you're talking I, about somebody in college. We're IDP friendly, man. Let's go. <laughs> um, but we're talking about the Bears, Mike. So let's just jump in. It's Fields and who? Montgomery. I'm Cleo Herbert might be activated too, so it's gonna go back I'd to a little bit of commi- committee. What are you thinking? Uh, uh, well, before I go forward, I just want to put this up there. Congrats, Albert, for having the cojones to do this. We already, we already I, seen I that. Pulled it up, oh, I didn't even see that. That's my bad. We uh, were talking about a, it. I will give you a double congratulations. Um, 
because yeah, I just didn't expect that. But yeah, no, I, even with Khalil Herbert coming back, I don't trust him coming off IR. It's just Monty. He's got 55 points uh, in PPR the past three weeks. Uh, you want to guess what running back that is? Mm, running back seven. You took eight. too long. Uh, I was going to say eight. <laughs> That's your fault for taking too long. I'm sorry. You think slowly. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's just Monty. I mean, Claypool, he's going to be coming back. That's nice for fields, but I I don't trust it. I thought I saw Claypool is doubtful. Uh, I have, you know what? It's very well possible. I'll double check for you. Yeah. I really, I think it's fields in Montgomery for me. Ike, is that the same for you? Come at No. No. Why? Bills are good. Bills are stingy against tight ends. But what? I mean, there's can only play and a certain amount of tight ends. He's a top twelve weeks. tight end. It's true. He only got five targets last week. Yeah, but that's start... normal for a tight end. Would you rather start him or Juwan Johnson? Juwan Johnson. Why? It's gonna be Juwan yeah, Johnson gets touchdowns. Juwan yeah, Johnson gets touchdowns. Pokemon does too. No, when was his last touchdown? I don't know, but he has like four or five on the year. But look at that professional segue, guys. Jumping right into the next game, we got the New Orleans Saints and the Cleveland Browns since we're talking about Jawan Johnson already. You have no Olave. You have no Jarvis Landry. He was actually placed at IR, so his season's done. Um, and it's Kamara. That's about it, right? <laughs> yeah. You got, uh, what is it, Rashid Shahid? Is that, is that the rookie? Yeah, no. I ha- I have seen he's been being talked about on waiver wire stuff. He's not. But why? When it's going to be. So just, he, he's, yeah. yeah. Olave and was ruled is... out. Jarvis Landry's on IR. I don't care. He's a big play guy. I mean, I didn't care that Brandon Cooks was in Houston with Davis Mills throwing him the ball. But you know what? They had to throw the ball. And they had to throw it to somebody. What? <laughs> I guess. Nobody okay. liked Brandon. Okay. You know. I mean, Dylan knows what I'm talking about. Apparently, you can't remember two years ago when Brandon Cooks was just like ashamed in fantasy football because he was on the Houston Texans after they just traded Sean Watson. And then he and saw like 130. 40 exactly. Targets. Somebody's got to throw the ball. Yeah. Somebody's got to catch the ball. Yep. So um, Rashid, Rashid uh, Shahid's the only guy there. I mean, somebody's got to catch the ball. I honestly, I really like Kamara in this matchup against this not very good Cleveland run defense, to be honest with you, especially with the weather with being the weather. brutal. He's going to catch dump offs left and right, man. He's got a, he's got That's a solid more of anything here. that I like. I, I think Cleveland knows that they're, you know, with the weather, people are going to try to be running the ball. And I think Cleveland will stiffen up on that. But I think the PPR value is where he makes his hay that day. Sure. And then jumping into Cleveland. It's not I'm you're not starting to Sean Watson in this weather, guys. Just don't do it. But hear me out, guys. What do you think about Kareem Hunt this week with the same thing with Kamara catching dump offs? What do you think about Kareem Hunt? Maybe seeing the same thing in this Cleveland offense this week, making him a viable starter. Mike, what do you think? No way to totally just pivot off the question. I yeah, that's a better question. It is a better question. <laughs> I'll give you that. I will give you that, and that's why I'm gonna answer it. Um Past three games, he's he has getting more targets than uh, Nick Chubb, which whoop de doo. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah, it's only sure, two though. Sure. He's gotten eight targets the past three three weeks, which is not you know like what he used to be. So I really don't think Kareem Hunt is startable here. I think Nick Chubb is. I think he's got a good matchup here. Um, good weather. I, I I love Nick Chubb in this matchup. I I kind of like Donovan Peoples Jones just because of the fact that he seems to have more chemistry than uh, with Watson than Amari Cooper. 
Um, he is, uh, I lost it here. He has, uh, I mean, 16 t- targets, 19 targets the past three weeks. I mean, granted, that's inflated by week 14 with 12 targets. But even before then, he had 19 targets the previous three weeks. So it is somewhat of a consistent, you know, stat line there. So I think DPJ is all right. And Amari Cooper, I mean, yeah, if you have a better option, start him over Amari Cooper. But you, you got to ride with Cooper unless you – no, don't have a better option. That's the unfortunate thing here. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I tend to agree there. Our right, next game, we got the Seattle Seahawks at the Kansas City Chiefs. Ike Ken Walker maybe still be a little bit hampered with that ankle injury. Is he still a must play, or are you kind of shying away from him this week? I wouldn't say a must play if you have better options, but he should be started. Ken oh, RB two flex. Since they're playing the Chiefs, would you start him or would you start Jarek McKinnon slash Isaiah Pacheco, whichever guy you think's leading that backfield? I wish we can combine them. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. That's we got, one, we got Jarek. We, I'd probably do we, McKinnon over Walker, not, but Walker over Pacheco. We will we will create okay. the first ever Jarek Pacheco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, with with Tyler Lockett being out as well, that obviously opens up more targets for DK Metcalf. And maybe Marquise Goodwin, Mike, like you're talking about having to plug him in your super. No fan. No fan. That's for days. the big one. Yeah. There. Let's go. You want to talk about no fan for a second? Go Not ahead. really, but we can. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about those tight, those. He gets some targets guys. at least. Top 12 guy this he, week. He, he had six targets last week. Um, Previous week he had one. This is why I don't want to talk about tight ends, but the, then the week before that he had five. So there's some inconsistency here. But he's got a good matchup. Um, I mean, not not necessarily in the matchup versus tight ends. A good matchup in game script because and just I the mean, fact that Lockett's out. Yeah, you get Lockett out, which opens up just a little bit more targets for him. Kansas City is. I mean, we said this about Houston, but we expect Kansas City to be up on them. All right, I don't expect them to go in overtime with Seattle. I mean, it may happen. Seen it with Houston, um, but so that opens up a very good negative game script for Noah Fant to possibly get some more, you know, up to maybe nine targets in the game. Yeah. Uh, Jumping to the Chiefs side of things, Mike, we were just talking about this backfield. Whose is it? Yeah. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> well, that was the answer. You I think it'd be both. Question. Yeah, it's both. That's that's yeah. basically what I said, just in the different form of what the question he asked. It's both because uh, Pacheco leads the backfield of rushing attempts the past three weeks over McKinnon, forty-two to twenty-four. Pretty big just needs to get in the end zone. But, you know, that's eighteen rushing attempts difference right there. But if you look at the targets, McKinnon's got nineteen targets, seventeen catches, which is if you count it, forty-one total touches to forty-two for Pacheco. So McKinnon's getting all the PPR work. He's getting the red zone work, which is really which is why I choose him over Chico. I ten to three touches the past three games in McKinnon's favor. There is a trust shift here with Pacheco. I don't think exactly, Mm -hmm. and they're getting into the playoffs here. Maybe it it shifts going into the playoffs. You know when fantasy ends. But right now, it's McKinnon's backfield for the high-priority touches. And you're playing Pacheco kind of like a, a Damian Pierce on a higher-octane higher offense. Yeah. Dylan, yeah. is it Jarek Freshlegs McKinnon, though? I think <laughs> it is. I'm not sure why, but... <laughs> Jarek, 
Jarek zombie legs, McKinnon, because they're now <laughs> yeah. reanimated. He's back. <laughs> He's go. back. Let's go. Jumping into our next game, we got the New York Giants at the Minnesota Vikings. Like, we like Daniel Jones in this matchup against the soft uh, Vikings defense, right? He, yes. he is the he is my quarterback twelve, so yeah, I would I would start him over I would have started him over Trevor Lawrence. I would have started him over Jared Trevor Goff. Lawrence ain't doing bad tonight considering the circumstances. I'm assuming the now situation. the scoring's gonna stop come to like a halt. Yeah. It, it, it has, yeah. The Jets <laughs> offense looks like but in that first half, man, he was cooking a little yes, bit. Yes, at first it was like, okay, it might have been a bad idea that we sat most of these guys, but it turns out it turned out well, except for those who sit Evan Ingram. That was bad. But enough about that. I still think Dan Jones should be started in 12 teamers. Firstly, Minnesota, who looks brutal on defense. Yep. I 100% agree with you, man. And you're starting Saquon, and you're start, you can start Darius Slate, wide receiver three. Uh, yeah, relax. you can with some upside catching big plays. It, it is what it is. He's the option there. And Daniel Bellinger, hey, tight ends are screwed up. Maybe if you want, go for it. Um, Minnesota, jumping over to the Minnesota side of things. Oh, Lord. Whew, Minnesota, yeah. they do. I just looked at it. They allow the most fantasy points overall to every position in total. And it's, it's just by so a, soft. They play, it's, they play it's so by soft. about two points. Yeah, they're saying in that last game or last game, they're like, "Look how soft they're playing on the oh, yep. the Colts." That's what it was. Yep. Um, but Mike, jumping over to the Vikings side of things, is we just KJ about the Os- offense? Yes, it's fantasy football. We can. Is KJ Osborne <laughs> taking Adam Thielen's job? Finally, I'll just, it, I'll just phrase it like that. Well, I mean, that's an odd way to phrase it. I wouldn't say he's taking his job because Adam Thielen has a very unique job. He's a touchdown guy. He's a is red he zone. Because- he's, a, he's a touchdown. He's a he's a third down type of guy. Um, he's kind of a, a security blanket a little bit. Not the volume security blanket you you know you come to think of today. Um, but it's definitely Osborne that's the guy you want to be starting over you know in the in these two um, over the past three games. Uh, he's got more than Thielen. Thielen has eighteen targets. Not great. Uh, Osborne has twenty four. Sixteen came in one game. Yes, yes. Take, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. But this is, again, the more alarming stat here. More red zone targets than Thielen. Five to four. And also tied Jefferson because Jefferson has five as well the past three games. I mean, Thielen's even behind Hawkinson um, in red zone targets and uh, total targets overall with Hawkinson having 23 the past three games. So Thielen's kind of taking a back seat to it, and I think they're maybe saving him or whatnot for the playoffs. Uh, but Thielen, I guess if you're desperate, you could play him. I would veer away from him and be playing Osborne. You'd start Osborne over him? Hmm? Yes. Okay. Although, you know, temper expectation, Giants are eighth best against defending the slot, which is where Osborne typically plays. Sure. Yeah, I'm just curious. I wonder if he's going to be like the number two target leader now for this team moving forward. Uh, I still think that's Hawkinson. All right, uh, right now. All right. Because I agree. like like I said, like I said, tw- uh, 16 targets. One of those games, uh, you take that away. I mean, obviously that's a big game, but it, you know it's. This is what Osborne did last year around this time. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson has been consistent since he's gotten there, where Osborne has been a little bit more boomer bust. Sure. But I do like Osborne just because of the fact he's getting more red zone targets. And this is a good offense. 
which means, you know, decent amount of scoring opportunities. And I think Osborne can easily, you know, get a touchdown and make it, you know, a hit. Agreed. Agreed. Starting him and Scott Fishbowl this week. Um, so let's go. I don't want to leave him on my uh, bench like I did last week. It totally just hmm. feel like a jackass. Um, I mean, you advanced, right? Yep. Let's go. Final yeah, 500. Yeah, um, next game, we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the New England Patriots. Actually, we were be worried about Mixon here. Is he going to be oh, the yes. guy in this offense that they oh, take yeah. away since they're probably not taking away Higgins and Jamar Chase in the passing game? I mean, they don't necessarily have to take him away. They're kind of easing Mixon-ish back into his role since coming back from injury. They still like to use Samaje P. Ryan, which is kind of making Mixon hovering around the low-end RB2 range even worse in last oh, week's. We like to hear, man. Uh, even last week, he was RB32. Right he still should be started because it's Joe Mixon. He could get in the end zone. He can get the targets, and running backs really are kind of brutal right now. Really good offense as well. But I would I would temper your expectations a little bit. Don't expect a 20. That's for yeah. sure. And New England's <laughs> defense is solid, especially um, up These front. next four games for Mixon's tough. Yes, they are. New England, uh, Buffalo, Baltimore. Ooh. Pretty brutal, man. Pretty brutal stretch there. Um, how, how do we feel about Tyler Boyd? Um, I want to say Hayden Hurst still out. We've seen him do a few things here and there. Do we like a wide receiver three, wide receiver four? Or flex territory, I mean? 12 teamers, for sure. Would you start him or Osborne? Osborne. Yeah, I think Osborne. that game could be a shootout. Tyler Boyd only had five targets last week. One Saved week by a touchdown. Five. Yeah, so, I mean, it's T. Higgins and Chase there, and it kind of – I mean, it's, it's like a mix of Jefferson – at one, and then you have like Hawkinson with sprinkle in of Osborne, so it's yeah. kind of like a mix there. Where so it's gonna be Tyler's three. Osborne should see more targets, I'm assuming. Most likely after that performance, you would think so. Yep. Uh, jumping over the Patriots side of things, we saw Mondre blow up last week, even with an ankle injury. Outside of him, though, Mike, in this offense, is there really? <clears throat> excuse me. Is there really anybody? you feel comfortable starting. Well, I know we talked about this Dylan on the last call podcast, but I can't believe we almost are going to go through an episode and not talk about what happened in this game against the, the Raiders with the Patriots <laughs> last week, how it ended. Um, oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I heard somebody call it the ludicrous lateral and I, I like that name. I think it was, uh, I can't remember her first name, but it was on uh, around the horn. Her, uh, Courtney Cronin, I think it is. Yeah, that's, um, that's right. But uh, she said she called it the ludicrous lateral. If you didn't see it, Ramondre Stevenson got the draw. Uh, Jacoby Myers then got the pitch from uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I already know why it's called that. Uh, and Jacoby Myers uh, ran about uh, six yards backward and then threw the ball to Chandler Jones, and the Raiders scored. Um, <laughs> so basically the reason I'm recapping this is because I was going to say Jacoby Myers – you could probably get away with starting him because the volume's been consistent. It's been sturdy. It's not great, but it's been, you know, consistent. But after that, uh, Kerpuffle, whatever you want to call it, what, what he just did and gave away the game, I, I want to say that Bill Belichick is probably going to reprimand him in some way. <laughs> it's old school like that. And I don't think – the ruler. I don't think he's going to get benched, but I don't think he's going to be Dude, involved. Malcolm in Baller got benched in the Super Bowl for who knows what. 
This dude but, caused Bill Belichick a playoff spot, possibly. He's probably going to – he's like eating a cut. So, I, I, you're starting Ramondre. I mean, I don't even want to start Hunter Henry if you're desperate at tight end. No. There's not enough volume. Don't he, do he it. busted against Arizona, the best matchup you can have. Um, so, Jacoby Myers was my one guy that I – you know, if you're desperate, go ahead, throw him in. But I really don't want to play him. Um, so, really, outside of that, there's nobody. Sure. Uh, next game we got we got the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans and this is probably gonna be the fastest uh, game preview uh, we've ever had. Uh, it's pretty much Chris Moore. You can start him, I guess, if you want. And he had eight points last week. He's probably gonna be the lead target guy. But Brandon Cooks is back. I think he's off the injury report. Sounds like he's gonna be a go, right? Well, if Cooks is back. Moore should not be started. Why? Because Nico's ruled out. I think. Yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> a lot of I think <laughs> we don't know no, much. About <laughs> I was looking, and the reason I say I think is because I was looking at you know my actual fantasy team, and I actually dropped Nico because it, he was projected to zero, which meant he was either doubtful oh, yeah. or out. So that's why I said that. So I'm I'm checking that right now. Um, but so Chris Moore had a solid matchup last week. Only had eight points. Why would he do better in this matchup with Brian Cooks back? Takes the best guy off him. The best corner. Yeah. Off. Okay. Maybe that helps a little bit. And Tennessee. Davis Mills has been humming in this. We've offense. already spent too much time talking about this. <laughs> yeah. This was really Tennessee's secondary is not great either. Yeah. Nico some yards to wide receivers. So yes, that's kind of why, why we needed to mention it. Nico um, Collins was ruled out with the foot for Saturday's mm-hmm. game. And and then jumping over to the t- Tennessee things. Obviously, it's um. It's Derrick Henry season. It's playoffs. He's going to carry you to fantasy championships like he does every year. But what the fuck else does this offense look like with Malik Willis? Most likely at quarterback and maybe for the rest yeah, of the season. This is I don't awful. think Tannehill's playing this week. Um, it sounds like he said that he said I saw an update that said he could be done for the year, too. Yeah, I, I, I keep seeing that, but I haven't seen anything official yet. Just basically sure. out for this week. At least, you know, that's official. Uh, moving forward, it's possibly out for the rest of the year, uh, but it's not good. No, I mean, I like Traylon Burks with Tannehill. Uh, he was showing a little promise there. You know, he's still battling coming back from that concussion. Um, he got clocked pretty hard. Uh, but outside of Derrick Henry, maybe Okonkwo, you can get away with it because rookie tight ends, li- I mean, rookie QBs like the tight end. But even, excuse me, even so, Malik Willis didn't throw it a lot when he started the last time he was in. It was only uh, 12 times, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so there's not a lot of volume here if you're, you know, a pass catcher in Tennessee. I mean, if you're a Derrick Henry owner, you love your life. They should run, like, the 46 defense on him. Just have, like, 9, 10 people in the box. Yeah, it. no <laughs> doubt, man. No doubt. Uh, Beat us, Malik Willis. Let's see what you can do. Just an update on this game, guys. Uh, it's 16 to 3, Jacksonville lead, and Zach Wilson has bed benched, it looks like. Uh, oh, really put in Severin? Yeah, or whatever. No, Strevler. He's Strevler. Strevler. Yeah. Yeah, he, he can run a little bit. They've kind of been running the option with it. He just, it looks like he just hit one of the backup tight ends on a seam route, which was a little bit nice. They're moving the ball better than they have been with Wilson all games. So, uh, yeah, so Zach Wilson might be done for the yeah, night. Yeah, I missed that update. That's upsetting to me. They probably just thought he was coming in just to uh, run the ball, you know what I mean, for a player or two. But, yeah, it looks like he's taken, like, the last five or six snaps. So I think Zach Wilson's bench. We got a new Taysom Hill, boys. First reported yeah. here. First reported by me. 
He didn't get an update, LaPlante. <laughs> he didn't report anything. You just looked at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next game, we got the Washington Commanders at the San Francisco 49ers. Ike, toughest matchup against running backs. And Washington has two good running backs. Are we sitting both of them this week, though? Yep. Yes, you are. Yeah. 49ers are brutally tough against running backs, man. They stop almost all of them. So, yeah. They haven't I'd... allowed over 60 yards on the ground to a running back this year through six that's sweet. That's a That's a stupid stat. That is really good. It's hard to You're going to see like 20 carries from Brian Robinson for about 25 yards. Yeah. Uh, maybe 40. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say at first, but I was like, that might be too high. Their week could be saved with a touchdown, but we're not banking on that, man. Not against this tough, uh, not against this tough de- defense. You're starting Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson, man. Jahan Dotson, if you started him more times than you didn't when he was healthy, you'd probably be happy because I feel like he catches a I touchdown just, every I damn time he plays, right? I can't it's get over weird. the fact. I can't get over the fact, guys, that Zach Wilson has now been benched for over, like, what is this, the fifth quarterback now? <laughs> Mike White, Joe Flacco, Josh Johnson, uh, now Chris Strebler. Like, they that fucked sucks. up that sucks, on that man. pick what for Zach Strebler Wilson. Guy, I'm sorry, yeah. Jets fans, but Zach Wilson does not seem to be the guy. He may be in the future, but, man, this is brutal. I don't think he has the future. He could have. I mean, Justin. QBs can turn around. Look at Geno yeah, Smith. He, can. he got to the Pro Bowl this year. Um, and we all made fun of him, so things can't. How about that out. Pro Bowl for the NFC? Yes, yeah. <laughs> you Did you see that? that CMC didn't even get in the Pro Bowl? Yeah, and he leads silly. all running backs and all purpose yards. Good segue, Michael Platt, into the San Francisco 49ers offense with the CMC talk, but we're not going to talk about him because we know we're starting him. I want to talk yeah. about Purdy with all Purdy. the weather bullshit going Purdy, on. Purdy. Is he a realistic starting option at quarterback this week in your regular? 12 team leagues. He's fluttering around it. Uh, he's, I mean, he's probably, if, you know, if I was doing the rankings, I'd probably be having him at around 13, 14, honestly, because of the weapons, it gives him a higher, uh, floor. I don't think the ceiling's great because of the weather. Like you said, Where you um, got him, Ike? like twenties. Really? He doesn't have really? to do much. He won't have to do well, much. That- that's the thing, but the guy's had two touchdowns in each of his starts, and he get, he's had three uh, a rushing touchdown in his first start. So that's I mean, true. There is a solid floor there. The weapons are really good. You got Debo, you got Ayuk. Debo's out, I'm assuming, right? I I even know if he. I don't think he's got officially ruled out. He is questionable. I was pretty much Brock Purdy has ruined the value of every. Actually, he's only ruined the value of Brandon Ayuk. Killed him. So he's also ruined the value of Jimmy Garoppolo, in my opinion, because it looks like any quarterback can run in this offense. You can, uh, you can start Kittle for sure. Yeah, agreed. Kittle, Kittle is the must start in this offense. Ayuk, it's not. Yeah, like you said, like it's not looking good. And if you can go away from him this week, I uh, definitely would. And then our last and final game for Saturday night, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys. Big news for Philadelphia fans is no Jalen Hurts this week. Um, it is the mustache mania all over again. And Ike, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna switch up the question here for you too. Is he? Yeah, this is gonna be an easy one. Is he a streaming option this week with all the weather concerns in the dome in Dallas? I guess it's not a dome. It's retractable roof but you know what i mean enclosed environment there we go super flex yeah he's in that territory 
but I wouldn't be playing him in twelve teamers. Don't be don't be silly. Come on, <laughs> I'm sure you. Would, I'm, I'm sure you can find a better option. What if you what if you lost Jalen Hurts and you're looking at Jared Goff? You're looking at Derek Carr. You're looking at. I would still do Jared Goff. Would you play Minshew over Derek Carr? I'd have I to think, think about do. that one. Who the Raiders right. play? Uh, they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm actually – I think there's a lot of emotion behind this game for the Steelers because if you haven't heard, you know, with the passing of Franco. Franco. Harris, yeah, uh, you know, NFL legend, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers legend. Um, I think there's they're doing a memorial for the Immaculate Reception for the 50-year anniversary. They had it planned before even uh, Franco's unfortunate death. Um, but – I think there's a lot of emotion here be, behind the Steelers, and I'm I'm a little skeptical about the the Raiders this week, just because I do think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to come out and punch the Raiders in the. They mouth. can be beat in the air though, so if you don't believe in like what Michael Plant said, where like they're playing for something, because they're all humans, just like us. because they could be through, they could be beat through the air. Devontae can get loose easily, so and Darren Waller looked good too, so. Mm-hmm. Some of the thing. Uh, it's uh, is it in? Well, is, it's in Vegas, right? It's in Vegas. We might as well just do that game preview now, since we switched all the way to since we moved all the way to that. <laughs> we might as well. It's in Pittsburgh. It's not supposed to be the greatest of weather. Yeah, that was not, my other it thing. Could man. be a Najee day there for Pittsburgh, man. Well, and, I almost I was gonna ask Ike here. Like, I'm 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 like Brock Purdy or Derek Carr. Don't ask me that. I had to think. Or no, oh, no. He asked me Gardner Minshew or Derek Carr. I would go Derek Carr. Oh, fuck. Because we were talking the Eagles. I would go Derek Carr over Brock Purdy. Because, like I said, I think the Steelers can be beat through the air and Devontae can get loose for a deep touchdown. Darren Waller can too, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you there. Um, but back to this uh, Eagles offense. Like, now I'm going to give you the uh, question I got for you. Are we sitting Miles Sanders now after he keeps kicking us in the dong? The way to beat the Cowboys is through the running game. Jalen Hurts isn't taking any carries because he's out. Gardner Minshew ain't running more I than maybe yeah. five times. So it's Sanders should be started. It's a hunch, but I think Sanders could uh, uh, have a good week. It could be one of those boom weeks for him. 15, 20 carries easily. I, I honestly think that he could possibly be involved in the passing game more because Minshew's not going to take off like Jalen Hurts um, I think that Miles Sanders just might get a, a slight uptick in value. Say with Boston Scott, Kenny. Gainwell. I was going to say that might go to Boston Scott or Kenny Gainwell, unless he's. Yeah, out. that's right. It could go to any one of those three, but it's a very good possibility. If Miles Sanders, we know he's on the field more. He plays majority of the snaps, so I mean, a negative game script, majority of the snaps. I mean, I, I think there's more PPR value there possibly. Yep, yep. You're starting Devonta Smith. You're starting AJ Brown or. Real quick, 10 seconds. We're rolling Goddard out there, right? Yes. I agree. Yeah, yeah, you roll out Goddard, especially with how tight end. Last time Gardner Minshew subbed for Jalen Hurts last year, he targeted Goddard, and Goddard got two touchdowns or something like that. Saw it on NFL Network. Fantastic. Uh, Our first Sunday game of the week, we got the Green Bay Packers at the Miami Dolphins. I'm giving you a weird question here, Ike. What did you think about this one? Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, Christian Watson, you got all three. Pick two, go. 
Aaron Jones and Christian <laughs> Watson. Really? Even after I, what we, we saw from A.J. Dillon last week, huh? Dolphins can be beat through the air. And on the ground. They can be beat in any way. <laughs> but if they're going to be beat on the ground, I think it's more Aaron Jones because he might be more healthy. But you got to keep that in mind. If Aaron Jones still has that questionable tag all the way up until Sunday, which I don't know if he did or not, but A.J. Dillon might not be a bad option in the flex. You can play all three, to be honest. Yeah, I think, I think you can play all three. And those are the three, really, you only want to play in this offense. Um, Mike, jumping over to the Dolphins side of things, obviously two is fine. Um, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, yes. Yeah. If Jeff Wilson is ruled out again, do, do we love Raheem Mostert in this matchup? I mean, typically, yeah. Mostert is the one that killed the Packers, you know, couple, you know, way, way back, getting the four touchdowns in the NFC Championship game. So it's not like he's not done it before. Um, but I, I do think the Packers' defense has kind of – I mean, I, I know I'm a little homer here, but I the defense has stiffened up a little bit, but they can still be had on the ground. But the big bugaboo right now for the Packers is being had through the air. And being that the Dolphins are really good throwing the deep passes with Tyreek Hill – um, you know, those intermediate passes with uh, Hill and Jalen Waddle. I think they're going to have a tough day at the office there trying to cover those two. And I'm thinking Mostert may not be needed, but he is still got to be started because there is a lot of touchdown upside here if Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle get tackled down, you know, in the red zone. Agreed. Yeah, 100% there. Um, next game, we got the Denver Broncos at the Los Angeles Rams. And ugh, what a this one's easy. gross game this is. Yeah. Just Murray and Judy, if Russ plays like like Dolchik. you can play yeah. Dolchik. Oh I'm no, gonna shy I, away. I, I'm gonna shy away after what the asshole did no. to me last week. Um, uh, I mean, he, he's not an asshole. Yeah, he's he not an asshole. Um, when you have Eric Sauberg catching touchdowns instead, no, of that was Tomlinson, I think. Um, yeah, Eric, one of Tomlinson. the long, hair, the th- one of the long hair goofballs, man. <laughs> they all do long hair goofballs. <laughs> You, uh-huh. you start your tight ends against the Cardinals this year. This year. They allow the most to tight ends by far. Um, so it was the smart play. The process was correct with Dolchus last week, Dylan. You can't hurt yourself for that. You can't, you know, you know, blame yourself for that. It's just a different tight end scored. That's the yeah, problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I don't think Dolchich is honestly worth a start in like 12 teamers or 10 teamers, being how bad the landscape is, being at the fact that, they use multiple tight ends. It's kind of like a Seahawks approach where they use Noah Fant, they use Will Disley, they use uh, – who's the other guy I can't think of? But uh, they use multiple tight ends. So I don't know. If, yeah, Parkinson, thank you. So Dolchich, I'd be looking for a different option. Hopefully you got lucky. Somebody, you know, dropped Dallas Goddard and you got him off the waiver wire or, you know, Darren Wall or whatnot. I've, I've heard of a couple leagues, you know, people got lucky mm-hmm. there. But I'd be looking elsewhere than Dolchich. Sorry. Heading over to the Rams side of things, this offense isn't good with Baker there either. But are we able to start trusting Cam Akers for like what feels like the 16th time in the past two seasons? No. Uh... <laughs> it's getting there, dude. It's go look at his stats. It's getting I there. I get it. The, there's some touchdowns like inflating it. And there's some touchdowns like inflating it. Dave Kluge tweeted something I saw to uh, Twitter about how he's rating really good on PFF right now as well with like his elusive rates and stuff. 
which is surprising because we kind of shit on him on this podcast saying that he stinks. <laughs> he, did, he did get 75% of the snaps last week. Um, yeah. But like you said, this offense stinks. Um, there's not much PPR value to be had with him uh, because this offense just stinks. Uh, <laughs> Baker, we know, we know, Baker, we know don't throw to the running backs, really. Um, I mean, he didn't do it with CMC. He didn't really do it with, I mean, I guess he kind of did it with Kareem Hunt in Cleveland just because that was the design of the offense at yeah. the time. Um, so that doesn't really uptick his value right there. So it's it's not a trust. Um, it's a desperation play uh, because you do not want to be starting your players against the Broncos. They are a tough defense. Um, you know, unless you're the Chiefs, the Bills, you know, sometime a high octave, you know, the Eagles. Yeah, go ahead and start against the Broncos. But a middling offense like the Rams, probably worse than middling. You don't really want to be starting anybody on that offense against the Broncos, even in a dome. You guys in on Higby this week or nah? No. He got a touchdown last week. Would you rather have Higby or Dolce? That's what he is. That's what he is. He's I'd a, rather he, have Higby. I'd rather start Higby. In but that really, case, Higby. He did me dirty, man. Yeah. Higby in that goes. case, Higby. Uh, Higby is on the field 80 well, – We'll just call it 90% of the time. It's 88.9. Um, Dolchich, uh, let me look at him real quick. Do 68% of the time. So there's just more opportunities for Tyler Higby, even though these offenses are pretty much like dead even with how bad they suck. Yeah, um, totally. It's just a, it's it's one of those more volume kind of situations in Higby, I guess, because Baker's now there. They can actually throw the ball at the tight end. Um you know, when, who was the last guy that was starting for him? I can't remember. They weren't even throwing the ball. Um, Bryce Perkins and thank uh, you. John Wofford. Perkins. Well, Wofford, you got away with Higby. Perkins, you can't. Baker, it looks like you can get away with Higby if you're in the middling, if you're in that zone where you're just choosing between t- uh, touchdown-dependent tight ends. Sure. Um, Sunday night football, guys. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Arizona Cardinals. Look like... You got a Bucks question. Finally, man. You know, it's been been like I'll let you take it wherever you want. Talk about whatever you want. Who is the odd man out here? Who are you playing? What's going on here? Got to play Tom Brady, obviously. Like you said in your question, it's probably the best possible matchup for most of the Buccaneers. Should play Godwin. Should play Evans. Kate Outen's probably worth a stream in deeper leagues because Cameron Braid's still around and – who knows with that? And the matchup for the Cardinals. As for the running backs, that's tough. Cardinals give up a lot of catches to running backs, so I would they probably lean. <laughs> right? They both catch it a little Which bit. Which means then if that. you got to lean towards who has the higher touchdown potential, and I think it's Fournette. So I'd yeah. probably play Fournette over White. So there's a lot of people you can start in this offense, but I wouldn't start Gage or Julio or What about uh, one of the tight ends? Arizona's brutal against tight ends. We talk about it every week. I said Kate Allen could be streamed deep deep leagues because Cameron Brate's still around. Sure. Yep. And this Kiefert dude or whatever, the dude with the K name, he keeps getting snaps too all of a sudden. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, But, yeah, it's you're starting – a whole hell of a lot of people. You've been so waiting for a week like this for your Tampa Bay players, so. Hopefully they just don't give you a letdown, though. JJ Watch. You've been saying there's a lot. What if, yeah, what if JJ Watch just completely wrecks the game? Like, he blew up the game in the first half last week against the or, or whoever they played. But, yeah, it, yeah but I w- I'm still 100% comfortable with Tampa Bay's offense this week. 
Um, just not any other week because they stink, Ike, still. Um, Mike, Arizona, Trey McSorley, quarterback. We're still not benching New Newcock. I can't talk. Not Hopkins. No, you're not. Um, if anything, maybe you can bench Marquise Brown. Um, you, you can, you know, bench. Uh, I don't think if anyone's starting him, Trey, uh, Trey McBride. Uh, you can only start James Conner and Nuke from this offense with uh, McSorley and Colt McCoy, I guess, for the rest Bingo. of the year when he comes back healthy. It's not great. Um, it's it's definitely a downtick in ceiling for Hopkins, but he got 11 targets still last week. Um, still got 60 yards. So, it, like I said, not a lot of yards to be had. Probably not going to score a lot of touchdowns here down the stretch, but there's going to be a lot of volume to be had because this defense is so bad, and the Buccaneers are going to score a lot probably on them. But we say that probably, and it's a big probably. because You never know. Buccaneers are. Yeah, we don't exactly. know. Exactly. And our last game of the week, Los Angeles Chargers, Indianapolis Colts on Monday night football. It's just a long weekend of football, guys. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, this Chargers offense, you're starting Herbert, even though he disappointed last week. You're starting Eckler. You're starting Keenan Allen. Is it Mike Williams over Josh Palmer still? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then it's Palmer Josh can Palmer. be, if you're in deeper league, Palmer can be used mm -hmm. and then who would you rather have would you rather have gerald everett or would you rather have like dolchich oh gerald everett by far gerald everett his, or tyler his top ten tight end. gerald everett or tyler higby same thing yeah gerald everett yeah okay um then jumping over the cold side of things nick Foles. this has got to be his last hurrah right matt ryan's matt ryan's He's trying to catch um, Zach Wilson on how many times he could be benched in a season. Uh, he's been benched twice now, and it's to big dick Nick Foles. Um, Joining uh, Mitch Trubisky in that one. What do we expect here, Mike, from this Colts offense? You're you're not sitting Michael Pittman. I'm going to assume he's going to be just fine. It's a loaded question. I won't lie. Um, yeah. It's a loaded question that I know the answer No to. Jonathan Taylor, I pal. expect the same thing. We've gotten to see all year a bad offense run by a bad quarterback. That's immobile where the offensive line is struggling and he's going to get sacked. He's going to be under gonna pressure. Get bad targets. Pittman's <laughs> going to get bad targets. He might get some more deep targets. Cause I, from Maybe. what I remember, Nick Foles Maybe. still has a better what arm. What did he do last Ryan. week? I think he had 10 catches for like 64 yards or something. 14 <laughs> targets. <laughs> it's like, it's like, new, like, it's like a generic new. Yeah, it's like generic Nuke Hopkins right there. He also had 30 rush yards. He had half his rush yards on three – or half the amount of whatever it is, rush yards So to this receive. offense I, – I mean, if you expect more from this offense with Nick Foles as your starter, you're as naive as a child that, he, uh, you know – You should be talking just, to ESPN because ESPN's giving Chargers one less defensive point. Michael Pittman's getting one more projected point. Deion Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All because Nick Foles gets it. They have to. All because he's got a, such a. I mean, I guess you can't get any worse than Matt Ryan, but uh, you still can, though. Noodle <laughs> I mean, arm Matt Ryan to the rocket Nick Foles. You can still get worse uh, because you can be the Jets uh, start uh, having starting, you know, using Strevler. 
Shit. Yeah, a lot of teams are down bad at quarterback right now, man. Yeah, a lot of injuries. Down bad. But yeah, just before we it's hop sad on when here. Sam Darnold's like not a bad option. <laughs> yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. But yeah, before we just one more update on this Thursday night game. We got Jacksonville leading 16 to 3. <laughs> so that's been the yeah. score since Yeah, since third we quarter. came on, I think. Yeah, it's uh the second half's just kind of been blah. Um but yeah, guys, before we finish up, I just want to remind you, please uh, hit the like button. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel. We appreciate it. Um, there is going to be no Sunday show this week, right? There's only three games. I I don't really want to do one on Christmas Eve, to be honest with you. No. Do you guys agree with that? I mean, we can. I mean, we can no, probably do one Monday. Not with Facebook no, we can probably do one Monday. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we got one question. We yeah, we might as well. Let's finish on that. Uh, we got Raheem Mostert or Tyler Algier full PPR. Oh, uh, I think this. I I think it's it's a lot closer if Jeff Wilson plays, but yes, mm-hmm. it's Mostert if Wilson's out. I agree. Um, I think I think it, it's Mostert either way, Mike. But I agree with you that it's closer if uh, yeah. Jeff Wilson's there for sure. Yeah, the matchup is more in his favor. I mean, like I said, the volume, if, if you go back to what we said, uh, our preview volume is not really going to be there, I think, this week for most of But the touchdowns might be. Yep, yep. Well, yep, that wraps it up, guys. I just want to wish you all happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll be back for championship week next week. Talk to you later, guys. Peace out.